Oh, hi there. Uh, hi everyone. Oh boy, how does this show go again? I don't remember. Yeah, hi, it's me, Daniel Kay, the host of the Daniel Kay's Let's Plays podcast. Uh, the podcast which is still officially on hiatus, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's been a long time since the last episode. Um, but yeah, I, I, th- I thought I'd quickly stick an episode up for you. Um, yeah, not, not out of any sense of duty to the podcast or for the love of making podcasts, which is what has been fueling me for these last 200 odd episodes. Uh, because honestly, I still don't really have time. I got, uh, like a whole bathtub full of commitments, which I'm wallowing in temporarily, currently, at this point in my life, which are like, hey, Dan, how's it going? Where are all your commitments? We're way more important than podcasting. How about you spend some time on us? And I'm like, yeah, well, I guess I'm obliged to because uh, I have, like, a functioning sense of um, priority uh, perspective. Uh, but, yeah, so I, I need to put out an episode not because I I, I, I love doing it, which I do love doing it, but I need to put out an episode because uh, my little son, Joseph, saw on my phone that I downloaded a new Putt-Putt game, Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo. Uh, And, yeah, Joseph has been absolutely obsessed with uh, Putt-Putt Joins the Parade and Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon. Um especially the moon one. He's like, yeah, Putt-Putt's the goddamn best. I love Putt-Putt so much. And he plays it all the time. Um, and, and then he's like, he, he literally said like three Putt-Putts when he saw the extra thumbnail on my phone. Because I downloaded it because I thought, well, I might as well sort of make, make gestures towards being prepared to maybe one day do a podcast in the future again. So I quickly downloaded the, the uh, Putt-Putt uh, game Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo, the third Putt-Putt game onto my phone, and he saw the thumbnail. Three Putt-Putts! <laughs> Three Putt-Putts! And so, uh, because I wanted to preserve my response to what happens in Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo for the sake of this podcast, I thought I'd better quickly shove out a series, the Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo series. So welcome to the Putt-Putt, the obligatory, uh, for the sake of my son, Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo uh, audio-only video game Let's Play. For those of you who are new to the series, hi, welcome. You're about to listen to me start playing a video game for 30 to 40 minutes. The video is going to be game (laughs) Putt-Putt. Yeah, great. I'm, uh, not only am I rusty, but I'm tired. Rusty and tired. Tired and rusty. You'll just need to put, put, put up with that. It's fine. It'll be good. So I'm just going to click on the thumbnail. I'm going to start putt-putt saving the goddamn zoo. Um, play the game. Oh. Fill your tank, save the zoo. Get oh. Check your tires, save the zoo. It's like a song for this one. This is great. Oh. Good morning, Mr. Baldini. Today's the opening of the Car Town Zoo. I don't know, but but it's a bigger day. <laughs> How would you and a pepper like to take some zoo chow over there before they open? Oh, this is great. Would we 
Baldini. Come on, putt putt. Wonderful. Here you go. Now you make sure that you give it to Outback Al, the new zookeeper. Outback Al, an Australian character. I <laughs> just kiss my fingers, listeners. Good luck. All right. So we're at Baldini's grocery store. Wow. So this is totally different to the last two games. Not totally. It's still Putt Putt. It's still the world of Putt Putt we're playing in. But it's like the audio that you just heard of Putt Putt uh, talking to Mr. Baldini. Um, it kind of played out more like a, a TV show with like cuts from Baldini talking, it cuts to Putt-Putt on the ground, hey there Mr. Baldini, it's the opening of the Cartoon Zoo cut back to Baldini, close up Baldini is a fully animated character as is Putt-Putt um yeah, it's just a step up from what I've seen in the previous two games, which I wasn't really expecting, not, not to this degree anyway um, yeah it's nice to see Mr. Baldini again uh, he was from the first Putt-Putt game, Putt-Putt Joins the Parade. And here we are at a, a slightly different version of his grocery store, or at least it's shot from a different angle. We still see some tins stacked up. When I click on the tins, they jump up and down. Well, the top one does anyway. I've learnt, having played this these games, Putt-Putt games, with my uh, two-and-a-half-year-old child, that they're, like is so much stuff that I missed in my playthroughs of uh, Flies to the Moon and Joins the Parade. Like, stuff that you click on in the background and makes weird noises which are hilarious and, like, ridiculous and stupid. So I'm just going to be clicking on everything. There's some coat hangers hanging up front of uh, the uh, immigrant fruit and vegetable shop owner, Baldini. Uh, oh! Oh my gosh! Okay, they're not coat hangers, they're uh, windscreen wipers, car windscreen wipers. And when I click on them, they either perform a windscreen wiping animation or they have a sword fight. There's vegetables, fruit and vegetables out the front of this grocery store. Corn, which pops. Carrots, which turn into rockets. Tomatoes, which f fall on the ground and roll away in and are replenished in an endless stream of tomatoes. Gum, there's a, a Tom Servo style gumball machine. Oh my god! I click on the gumball and it's a hilarious reference to Freddy Fish. Another humongous entertainment game. With little, it, the gumballs disappear and out pops Freddy Fish and it's a fish tank. Clicking on a watermelon. It slices itself. Bread. Oh, a little French flag animates. There's a little voodoo doll here. Oh, it plays a guitar. There's a dice. A die. Some dices. All the spots fall off. Oh, this is entertaining, isn't it? I, I, I bet you're enjoying this. Um, oh, I should probably say, you know what is the one thing I'm really looking out for in this game? I mean, A, it's that the promise of the Australian character, Outback Al. What's his voice going to be like? Probably accurate. Probably great. Probably a good old, a good old, I don't know. Uh, American uh, take on the Australian accent, which is always a delight to hear. That's one thing that I'm looking forward to. The other thing is, in the first two Putt-Putt games, the ones which I've played for this uh, podcast, there's always some way or other of making Putt-Putt change colour from his standard purple, which I notice is slightly lighter in this 
uh, Putt Putt Saves the Zoo game. Slightly lighter than his normal purple car colour. Uh, but changing Putt Putt's colour is uh, my son Joseph's favourite thing. And that's probably what we're going to be playing this game for, is to go make Putt Putt change colours. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to figuring out what weird mechanic it is in this game. In uh, Putt Putt on the Moon, he drinks soda pop. Uh, and one thing I didn't learn when I was playing that game for the podcast, silly old me, is that if I drink uh, the soda pop three times in a row, I get a permanent uh, state change of Putt-Putt's colour. If I just drink it once, it's only temporary. I didn't figure that out. Uh, in Putt-Putt Joins the Parade, we go to that uh, kind of uh, cowboy-themed uh, car uh, paint shop place. Yeah, that was pretty memorable. Um, hey, I feel like talking to Baldini again. I like Baldini. Hey, Putt Putt. Did you deliver the zoo chow to Outabacca Owl? Outabacca Owl. Not yet, but I will, Mr. Baldini. That's good. Sounds like all the same voice actors for Mr. Baldini and Putt Putt. Uh, what's his face? Sven? Something Scandinavian sounding? Someone Thorson? Uh. Yeah, I've forgotten Putt-Putt, little child actor's uh, real human name. Jason Ellefson. You know, not Putt-Putt, his car name. Uh, And Baldini sounds like the same actor, but putting on way more of an Italian accent uh, instead of the kind of weird Italian Watto that he was doing in the first game. All right, let's let's go to the zoo. I click. Wow, Putt-Putt does this really smooth animation. Oh, here he is driving down the street. Grand opening, Car Town Zoo. There's a huge, great big uh, billboard next to the dirt road uh, leading out of Car Town. Uh, there's a wooden picket fence. There's some beautiful red apples. And that apple bursts like a balloon, and it's sort of farting around the air. Uh, oh, I can see the tops of buildings uh, in Car Town way over the hill in the background, and one of them is clearly the uh, car paint shop. It has the same rainbow out the front. Which made me, which made me joke that it might be the car gay bar, in in the previous in the previous uh, let's play of the previous putt putt game. Uh, there's some flowers by the side of the road. Oh, some bees. Bees, check out the flowers. There's a barrel next to the uh, next to the billboard. Oh, evidently there's a submarine in the barrel because one of them up periscopes popped out of the top of the barrel. Let's just keep on going, huh? Oh, man. It's like... You know what it's like? Uh, Putt-Putt's animation is kind of different on each screen. And as he drives towards the camera and then past the camera and then away in the background, it's like every scene is a new animation that someone's done. And I know a lot of it would have to be uh, reused, repurposed from different scenes, but... It makes it so smooth and beautiful compared to the last two games. It's like... It's it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Imagine a point-and-click adventure with, like, fluid, dynamic 2D animation. It's good. Alright, we're just on the way to the zoo. We're driving through some... Like, a park. I bet there was tons of stuff I could have clicked on then, but... Ah, I'm, I'm, wow. oh, the zoo! The car town zoo! The car town zoo! This looks great! This looks great. Cool, so we're at a boom gate, and if we get past the boom gate, we'll go up a little hill, and then underneath a sign, which says Car Town Zoo, 
but the zoo is like carved out of granite and it's like the size of a building the sign it's it must weigh a million a million of any unit of measurement you care to think of it weighs a million of that it's like just a gigantic slab of a sign that would kill anybody who even thought about it falling on them all right let's interact with this here boom gate Oh, well, there's an intercom here with a big red button. Let's press the red button. <laughs> Hello? Outback Al? Oh, boy. It's me, Putt Putt. I'm here to deliver some zoo chow. I love that they garbled his voice so, so much in this shitty little intercom. That was great. Hot ziggity. Hot ziggity. Is this ever be fun? Oh, it's gonna be fun. Is that a little didgeridoo noise? Is that Outback Owl? Oh my god. Man. Thank you, matey. You know, I'm glad you showed up. It's been quite a morning, all right. What with the zoo opening today, I've so much to fix. So. Bridges, boats, the works. <laughs> but the worst of it is that some of the baby animals are missing. Baby animals? Can't find them anywhere. Anywhere. Hey! I can look for the missing baby animals while you take care of the stuff that needs fixing. Over the sh shoulder shot. Jackaroo, you're on! <laughs> of course, we can't open the zoo until they're all rescued. So I'm counting on you. Counting. Here. This should help you out. Oh, we're a, a map. Oh no, it's a list on some paper. Baby Jumbo the elephant, Masai the giraffe, Kenya the lion cub, Zanzibar the hippopotamus, Sammy seal, and Little Skeeter the snake. Oh, Little Skeeter. I'll find them for you. Good day and good luck. Good day? Well, Fix up the place. See you later, Outback Al. Alright, so Outback Al. I don't even know where to start. His animation was uh, smooth and fluid and beautiful, top notch. Uh, what I've come to expect from the Putt Putt franchise. But my god. Uh, yeah, he had a huge, great big jaw on him, like a huge, big, manly a car, and then like a little, uh, I don't know, kind of like, like a little, like a little head on top of just a gigantic jaw, and he was chewing on a bit of straw, and he had like a, one of those crocodile hunter hats on, and he kind of looked a little bit overly, uh, and yeah, didgeridoos played while he spoke in the background, which is a, a, a good little bit of cultural appropriation, which will just, uh, follow us as a nation everywhere. And which we perpetuate as well in our own media. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, so Outback Al was, was a bundle of fun, wasn't he? Let's go, okay, I can see we're kind of like in a little entrance way here at the zoo. Uh, I can see, uh, I, I could obviously enter the zoo proper from here, but there's also uh, two little uh, kind of distractions which I could become entangled in. Uh, it looks like there's two kind of uh, carts, sentient car 
carts who are like hawking wares. One of them over on the left by a beautiful picturesque waterfall, which looks like it might be a food cart based on the sign on the side, which says food cart. And there's the one over on the right, which has like a beautiful curly quiff of uh, red hair and a love heart for a nose and like, I don't know, kind of womany lips, kind of lipsticky-ish, which makes me think it's probably one of those woman cars. It's, it's been... Uh, uh, it's, it's sagging under the weight of all the signifiers that the artists have put on it. And it's selling toys. So, let's go buy some food and then we'll buy some toys. Chuck mm. Wagon. You've got the same voice actor as uh, Freddy Firebird or whatever as the psychopath who sent me to the moon in chronologically the the last game to this one. Would you like to help me make a skyrocket? Uh, and yeah, it looks like I can see some cotton candy, some fairy floss, as, as we call it here in Australia. Maybe I'll try buying some fairy floss. I'll have some cotton candy, please. On the double. Oh, cool. Here you are. Dang. Um, num, num, num. <laughs> yeah, Putt-Putt really scuffed that down pretty quickly. Also, I'm enjoying the implication that here we are in a Marxist utopia where I can just have food if I need it. So I guess I'm just going to have some of these peanut peanuts, please. Freddy Firebird's voice, whose name I don't remember. I mean, cheese squigglies. Oh, this is great. Oh, thank you. I love that so much. Oh, okay. They're in my inventory. It's an item. I'm going to be using them to solve a quest uh, puzzle problem. Maybe I'll... Oh, yeah. Uh, I got distracted by describing Al Outback. Uh, Outback Alistair or whatever his name is. Uh, yeah, he handed me a piece of paper with some pencil drawings of some animals on it. And they're all the animals which are missing from the zoo. Uh, did he say why they're missing? He just said, oh, they've gone missing. I, I didn't I didn't I don't think there was an excuse for, for why why they they got out or what but yeah I guess I'm just gonna volunteer to help because that's that's how it works here in this Marxist utopia I guess putt putt's gone down to the labor agency and they've they've assigned him man it's so late and I'm so out of it that I've already forgotten the start of this game but I assume it was some kind of um, Ursula K Le Guin uh, the the dispossessed style uh, labor assignment agency that we went to, Putt Butt, and they said, okay, Putt Butt, uh, there's lots of work that needs to be done at the zoo, so why don't you head on down there and do some do some work? And Putt Butt's like, yeah, sure. Uh, oh, better keep on maintaining my society and do some work at the zoo. Oh, I want some cheese squigglies and some fairy floss. I can just have them because that's how it works here in, in Marxist Putt Putt land. Uh, it looks like I can have a drink as well. Oh, hot cocoa! Good choice, Pat Pat. Thanks. I'll get it right away. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. Oh. Another inventory item: hot cocoa. We got hot cocoa and cheese swiggles. I hope the hot cocoa magically stays hot for as long as I need it to. Uh, let's go buy the uh, buy some uh, stuffed things from the the lady here. Oh, zoo gift shop, free cameras! 
Wow! It's like capitalism and Marxism had a beautiful baby. And I'm taking its camera. I haven't said anything, you're just going off on this. Souvenir hubcaps. Even free cameras to sell. Patty. Oh, fair enough. She's kind of a bit... Uh, she's got like a dead-eyed, distant stare to her. Like she doesn't, she's saying that this is a wonderful day and it's a beautiful zoo, but really deep down she doesn't care at all about anything. That's kind of the vibe I get from Patty. Like she could just as easily watch this entire zoo burn down. Oh, look at that. Oh, the fruit cart's combusting. Listen to his wails. Oh, listen to the whales. They've caught fire as well, I'm Patty. I don't give a fuck. Free cameras. I'm selling free cameras, I'm Patty. And I don't give a fuck. Uh, oh look, souvenir hubcaps. Ah. I can shuffle between them. So I can see all the different images painted on the souvenir hubcaps of the different zoo animals. They're pretty cool. Uh, gorilla salt and pepper shaker. Some pictures. Let's look at some pictures. Oh, yeah, they don't do anything. Oh, some hats. Pink and blue hats. Let's try putting a... Well, Putt-Putt being a light purple, I'm going to give him a blue hat, because a pink would clash. Oh, I can't have it. It just flaps. So many wonderful things for sale. Panda watches and giraffe pencils. Duck, duck, quack, twinkle, twinkle, little star, miniature plastic zoo trays. <laughs> yeah, great. I was thinking about selling t-shirts, but I couldn't find any big enough to fit even a sports car. What? So they're human t-shirts that you're looking at? And you couldn't find any big enough to fit even a sports car, which I guess is quite small relative to all the other cars? Why? I haven't seen a single human being, and I've played through two entire putt-putt games. And no, I guess I saw some astronauts in a flashback, although I did just see their astronaut suits, I didn't see their human forms underneath. Maybe they were just cars crammed into astronaut suits. No, because they brought the buggy. Why would a car dress up in an astronaut costume and drive a buggy? What a ridiculously perverted activity that would be. Think about it. Broadcasts on national television. Everybody tuning in to watch. Cars dressing up as people and riding other cars. Disgusting. Makes me sick. Goodbye, Patty. I've forgotten what I was thinking about when I started this whole diatribe. All right, let's get into the zoo, huh? Yeah, let's get into the zoo. Ah. Oh. Uh, I'm at a crossroads. Deeper into the zoo. I can go uh, three different ways. I can head uh, to the left of screen. Uh, to Putt-Putt's left, to Arctic lands. I can head on, straight on, straight ahead into the grasslands. An African savanna, I think. And then there's jungle land. Which is lots of trees and jungle areas. There's a beautiful waterfall. There's a second beautiful waterfall as well. So that to get to jungle land, I'd have to cross a uh, log bridge. To get to arctic land, I cross like a, I don't know, stone bridge. But nothing's, yeah, it, it's it's all kind of nice. Well, um, I probably shouldn't comment on, like, 
art style and animation too much because this is after all an audio only medium so really the full impact of this would be uh, gotten by you seeing the screen but still I think it bears mentioning sometimes when I notice something interesting and one of the things I've noticed is that the art style of this third putt-putt game is a bit of a departure from the first two. Uh, the first two had kind of like solid colour fill art style. And this one, uh, I guess they're just using more advanced computing technology in making their art backgrounds and stuff. But it's got like more gradients. Like the ground is described in more like gradients of colour. There's gradiated colour. The trees, instead of having like a cartoony solid uh, shadow painted over like one side of them, it more like fades to a darker black at the edges. And the road kind of, towards the edges of the road where it meets the grass, it kind of fades to a, a deeper, warmer brown. And then in the middle it's like fades, it gradiates to a lighter brown and then to a white. And it's kind of less pleasant. It's kind of more generic than the first Putt-Putt games. It's um, a move forward as far as technological ability, but a move backward as far as um, aesthetics, I think. It's slightly uglier, but slightly more clear. Uh, with that said, let's go to Jungle Land. So, across to the right we go. Ah, oh, shit! Uh, a bridge, a rope bridge, uh, was suspended over a kind of lagoon with some um, mangrove trees, I guess. Uh, but the, a section in the middle of the rope bridge has disappeared. We can't make it across. There's a monkey in a tree, but more importantly, there's a crocodile in the lagoon uh, uh, sort of beneath the section of the missing bridge. So we can maybe talk to the crocodile? No, it's going to do a snap at us. Oh, a bird is cleaning its teeth. No, yeah, it's snapping at us. There is a vine in the middle. Maybe we could swing across. Maybe maybe we'll click the, click the monkey and see if the monkey has a contribution. Hey there, little buddy. Yeah. And the monkey... The monkey swung across. And has then he's jumped... Just swung, swung across to the other side and then climbed up a tree and then plopped back down in its original location as if nothing had changed. Um, which is a hallmark of the Putt-Putt games. Um, everything kind of gravitates towards... Uh, so it's kind of like a zero-sum art. Uh, I guess that's a lot of art. Hey, let's click on the vine. Oh! This looks pretty secure. It's like we see a perspective from the tree looking down. Oh, and then a perspective from the crocodile looking up. And Putt-Putt swung across. Okay. I didn't need to do anything. Ah, okay, and now we're in jungle land. We're driving along wooden roads which are, like, raised up above the grassy grounds. Uh, there's trees. Here's, like, a big tree with vines and three monkeys in it. Uh, let's see what kind of a performance these monkeys maybe put on for us when we click on them. Let's rhyme. Let's rhyme. How about... Clydesdale. Ooh, I'm not even gonna oh, try. I can do it. Oh. A Clydesdale in the Bridesvale is as pretty as a dried snail. <laughs> Clydesdale. Okay, 
So those monkeys are doing the most obnoxious uh, rhyming game I've ever seen and, and been a part of in my whole life. When you click on them, uh, they kind of wake up and one of them goes, uh, says a word. You just heard that happen. But what you didn't see was the close-up of the monkey's face who figured out the rhyme. It was like... It's crazy, I don't know. These close-ups are doing my head in. Uh, they weren't in the first games and it's like... It's weird. It just cuts to a super close-up of this monkey's face. Beautifully animated by, like, a talented animator going, Wow, Clydesdale! And it's ridiculous. Should we click on this more? Let's do it more. Come on. What about stew? Oh, I like stew. Stew for you. I got it. I ate some stew made out of a shoe. (laughs) And boy, did it make me I thought he was going to say poo. Or I thought that was going to be the joke. Maybe it was the joke. But no, it made him blue. This is kind of good. Let's do some more. Is this just going to be what's... Let's let's do it till we get a repeat. What rhymes with Newton? Newton. Newton, honey. That's Newton's school. I know. Man named Newton. Under a tree was a scoot. Uh-huh. And onto his head. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. An apple came shoot. Yeah. Crazy Newton. This is terrible. Let's do it some more. How about hopscotch? Hopscotch. Scotch oh, on. Oh, Here, I got one. Okay. Come on, come on, come on. You're so top notch. Yeah. Playing hopscotch. Uh-huh. I timed you with my stopwatch. Oh, that was good. Oh, hopscotch. The image in my head of the voice actors doing this. I wonder what the hell they looked like. I wonder how they felt about themselves. Let's do another one. I hate to do it, but tuba. Tuba? Oh, 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 that's all me. Check it. I used my tuba. I went and a scuba. All the way to... Yep. Their eyes are too big in the close-ups. They look kind of normal from back here, but when they do the close-ups, their eyes take up more than half the volume of their whole head. They look like the basilisks from Dark Souls. Those huge, bulging, crazy eyes. It's no good. Alright, do you think that's enough? No, me neither. What rhymes with a groovy old snake made a yucky cake. <laughs> Snakes should never, ever, ever make a snake. <laughs> uh, Alright. Okay, over on the left side of screen, next to the exit. So there's a pretty long delay before the music comes back after each uh, beat poetry interval. Uh, which is good. It gives me a little chance to say something. Uh... And, and it sounds, I don't know, uh, not not uh, not drowned out by music. Uh, yeah, so on the left side of the screen, that's what I was saying, there's a, a stump with a hatch, uh, and above the hatch is some writing, and the writing says zoo, which is no clue at all as to what will be inside the hatch, but I'm going to open it and see what's in here. There's a toolbox in there. There's a toolbox in there. Yeah, of course. You never know when they might come in handy. Absolutely. 
So it's a toolbox full of what looked like, um, uh, what's those things? You know, uh, you use them when you're a, a, a mechanic and you ratchet them. Crack, crack, clack, 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 clack. Uh, different shape holes in little metal cylinders. They're just wrenches, but like a special kind of wrench. Twisty, turny wrench. Or it has, probably has a special name. Uh, oh, hey, let's have another beat poetry interval. I got your fruitcake right here. Mm. Okay. Okay, okay. okay. Fruitcake. A fruitcake gives me a toothache. And I say this for the truth's sake. Fruitcake. Can you dig it? Could have run it with snake, which was literally the last word. Oh, well, maybe the next one will be better, huh? How about Junior? Gave the piano tuner a ripping patunia. Junior. Yeah, that was the worst one. Um, are you missing anything in the visuals? I don't think you are. All that's happening is that the monkeys are dancing in the tree, and there's three monkeys, like I said. Uh, I think one of 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 two of the monkeys. Like, there's, there's two of the monkeys who are guessing and one of them who's assigning words. So one of two monkeys, it'll show a close-up of their weird monkey face. And then it'll zoom out and they'll be doing a dance to the beat poetry. So let's just have another example, shall we? I got your fruitcake right here. Ah. Okay. okay, our first okay. double. Okay. Okay. So, holding myself to the rules that I established at the beginning of this... Um, of this this uh, this this beat poetry interval, I'm gonna stop now because I got a double. So Brief audio error. This screen. So let's go. Well, right is always right, so we'll go to the right. Oh, a giraffe! The giraffe was missing. Well, there it is. What's that? What's the giraffe called? It wasn't Zanzibar. That's the hippopotamus. It wasn't Kenya. That's the lion cub. I've forgotten. Oh, well, let's click on the giraffe, and maybe we can strike up a conversation with it, and it'll tell us its name. Are you Masai? Masai. I sure am, and am I ever in trouble? I got stuck over here, and the drawbridge won't close. The There's flutes. a giant rock in the way, and it's too heavy to move by myself. I can't believe my dumb luck. Okay, so uh, a stream of water, a babbling brook, separates me from Masai, and there's a drawbridge. Okay, Masai, I'm going to put the phone over here. I'm playing on the phone, by the way. Oh, yeah, I established that already. There's a drawbridge on my side, Putt-Putt's side, and there's a crank that I could crank the drawbridge down with, but over on Masai's side... There's like a menia, like what Obelix from Asterix and Obelix would carry around on his back. A great big boulderous rock with a kind of pointy conical shape to it. And it would uh, stop the drawbridge from fully going down. 
So God knows how this has happened. Maybe it rolled down the stream while the drawbridge was in its up position. But now it's jamming the... It's in the way of the drawbridge. Can't go down. Uh, Maasai can't cross the drawbridge because it can't go down. So we've got to move the rock. So what do we do? Let's, let's click on the rock. Maybe we'll get a hint. I miss my mommy. <laughs> Uh, Putt Putt extended his weird um, antenna from out of his sort of caboose area and just gently tapped the edge of the rock. Couldn't quite get leverage. Maybe we'll make Pep the dog, who is here in our inventory, jump across and push the boulder for us. I don't think Pep is strong enough to move that boulder. Ah. Maybe we'll try drawing down the drawbridge anyway. No. Nope. Uh, let's click on the water. Ah, oh, fish flopped out. Oh, another fish. A third fish, a different color. A purple fish. Now, one thing I've learned from playing the other games with a small child is that if I just hammer the screen with my thumb, sometimes it makes lots of funny stuff happen if you do it fast enough. Hang on. Yeah, you probably couldn't see it then. <laughs> you probably couldn't see. Well, there was like 20 fish all flopping around in the air at the same time. It was great. Uh, maybe the answer to this boulder puzzle is in this flower over here. Uh, I don't know what the fuck this means, but uh, some Easter Island kind of tiki-looking style stone heads have replaced the flyer, uh, flower bulbs. Like the flower petals sucked in, and then there's this just big, huge uh, stone heads. So that's happened, I guess. Let's just. I guess this is like. Maybe we can quickly take a, a photo of this miserable giraffe with our free camera. Yep. It's a snapshot Yep. The sad giraffe is a snapshot moment. Oh, we got. Yeah, I can see there's a photo of a sad giraffe. Great. Good job, Putt Putt. Oh, it's in our inventory down here now. That's pretty cool. Who can give... Oh, um... Remind me before I sign off. And the sign-off time is going to come pretty soon, I think, listeners. It's been about 40 minutes, hasn't it? Uh, before I sign off, I want to listen to the radio. So let's just... Let's see what's down the other end. I think I'm going to have to come back to that giraffe puzzle later. When I've got, like, a crowbar or something. Let's go... Oh! There's a snake on a branch, which is overhanging the path here. This is obviously Little Skeeter's mum. Yeah, let's let's talk to Skeeter's mum. Oh, where is my baby? Little Skeeter, where are you? Hello, you must be Mrs. Boa. I'm Putt Putt, and I'm looking for the baby animal. him so much it makes me weep i haven't found him yet but i'll keep my eyes open thank you you are a good little car with a good little heart i can tell okay miss boa says a little too much yeah okay cool so we've met mrs boa now she kind of has a dratini look to her 
Uh, but if she's green and yellow, like a khaki or olive green. Uh, yeah. Man, these animals won't shut up. Uh, it's good to see that the this putt putt game is continuing the putt putt tradition of just having fun, vo- like like ethnic voices. Everybody has a voice from all over the world. It's like we're visiting every country with every character. Um, so we get this kind of Eastern European Russian snake, I guess. What do you reckon? Is that Russian or some kind of Eastern European? Is that what it is? Maybe sh- maybe she's from Latvia. Maybe she's a Latvian boa. Yeah, lucky we have regular job to fall back on. Lucky we got a regular job to fall back on. What's that, darling? What's that? Breaking windows down at etc. Breaking windows at the UN building. Yeah, Boris and Natasha. I love those those two. I hope my baby comes home soon. Yep. Not the not the not the voice of a person who would have a kid named Skeeter. I don't think. But hey, maybe there. This 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 Mrs. Barr has a. A, uh, a Skeeterito. Skeeterito. Maybe she's got a, a, a partner who's like uh, a Muppet or something like that. Hey, look, there's a radio hidden in this tree. Now we can find out all about Boa Constrictor. Oh, it's an information radio. In Central America and South America. Oh, shit. Have I? Oh, fuck. Oh, I hope Sarah Bags doesn't listen to this this one. Because she's going to be insulted by me calling this South American boa Russian. What good is a new home without my little skeeter? Is, is that a, an accurate uh, South American boa constrictor accent? I, th- I could swear, oh my god, am I an idiot? Am I a huge idiot? Listen for yourself, listeners. Oh, I miss my skeeterito. Skeeter- she does say skeeterito. Am I at fault or is the voice actor at fault? My little baby has never been away from his mama before. Mrs. Boa, don't worry about a thing. What the fuck? I'll find your baby. She's all over the place. I swear. Oh, no. Well, this is awkward. All right, let's quickly go to the next screen, and then we'll end it on the next screen. Wow. I wonder how I can get up that river. I sure can't swim. I sure can't swim. No. If you were to fall in this river, I guess you would drown. Or maybe cars don't drown. Maybe you just sink to the bottom and you could drive up if there was a uh, a slopey enough section. But yeah, so here's like a long lagoon and there is a, a log raft here uh, with a sign saying Jungle Dock. So we would have to repair this raft a bit before we, we sailed down uh, this this kind of big area of water. But that's gonna have to wait till till next episode. Um, oh, my audio recording program is on the fritz. Oh, I'm still embarrassed about that whole boa constrictor situation. Uh, uh, before I sign off, obviously I'm gonna listen to the radio, huh? Today is the grand opening of the Cartown Zoo. Our back Al says he's got lions, seals, giraffes, even a baby hippo. Okay, that was good. I mean, Putt-Putt say it goes to the moon. The radio won't shut up about everyone's worried on, in car town about where Putt-Putt is. And it goes through all kinds of different, uh, like, news reports. And then Putt-Putt joins the parade. 
it's like all ads for car cleaning products and stuff. So maybe we'll uh, next episode we'll listen to the radio some more. Huh? That'd be a good one. Okay, cool. Uh, how do I how do I sign off? How does this work? How does this show work? What do I do? Um. Oh shit! You know what I should do? I should do a Daniel K. Uh, recommends. Daniel K. has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Oh, Daniel K. has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Oh, Daniel K. has a podcast. And he recommends things sometime. Oh, Daniel K has a podcast, and he recommends things sometimes. Man, what a sad point in time to debut the the new Daniel K recommends segment music. I'm sorry, Matt. I should have recommended this right at the start. Uh, but hey, anyone listening to this podcast uh, who doesn't follow me on Twitter, this one's for you, because people on Twitter, I think you know this already. Uh, but I am going to have to recommend that you listen to this podcast called The No Cat Podcast. And that's a recommendation I've given in the past. But now it's a special selfish recommendation. Because in the newest uh, iteration of the No Cat podcast, in which they play Final Fantasy games, in which they're playing Final Fantasy VII, I, Daniel K, have a segment on it. I contribute a regular segment. I do a regular live weather update for the No Cat Boys' audience, so that they can know uh, what's occurring atmospherically up above them, and know if they need to go out, if they're gonna put on a hat or some sunscreen, or take an umbrella, or what's the go with the environment around them, so if they've been listening intently, they might want to know, hey, what's, what's the whole environment like around me, out in the outside world, and I'm here to tell them exactly what it's like in my regular weather update segment, why don't you have a good old walk on down to No Cat Podcast, and download and subscribe it, and listen and leave them a Spotify review, and, uh, yeah, make it ten stars. Podcast, pod, podcast. Um, I'm going to roll off my chair and through the kitchen and into bed. With that, thank you, Matt, for my new music. I'm gonna put it in post uh, over that segment I just did. Um... I'm super grateful. Bye, everyone. See you next time I play Pop Bot Says the Zoo. Welcome to so the zoo. I bop you in here so you can't the kangaroos, see the elephant, the monkey, roos, and the chimpanzee. And the tigers, too, canaries, too, the carries, too, the bears are all hairy. The cheetahs, the cicadas, gorillas, the gators, the emu, and the llamas. Every similar to 